what's uh what's what's uh what's going on with us <laughs> You ever have a feeling, Brian, like you're forgetting to do something and you just can't remember what it is? Are we are we talking about starting the show? Right. <laughs> what, what 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 have you forgotten oh, the, to do? The, the, uh, that's the question. Oh, I don't sure. know. Right, I right, feel right. like I feel like there's something I need to do, mm-hmm. but I can't quite put my finger on it. Okay. Oh God, my kids are at the airport. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like I feel like there's something I need to do, and it's just escaping me for some reason. I think well, it's because I'm tired. I, if, I've been very busy, Brian. If at any point during the show you forget and it's important, you may go. Thank <laughs> you. I appreciate I will, that. I will not keep you here. Show? You mean there's a show? Yeah, there is a show. There is a show. Um, although... I don't know if there's a show because uh, over on YouTube it's saying no data, which I don't think is a good thing. No, if it says no data, then nobody's hearing this right now. Oh, now it says excellent connection. So it's one or the other. Um, I don't know. Every, everybody, did you hear me talk about no data in the chat? Tell me. And let's get the show started because whether it's working or it's not, we just have to do this thing. Let's go. Yeah. Well, let's, yeah. Noted, no data means nothing, Wes. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. Where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Two Eyes Friday right here on YouTube. We do it live 6 p.m. Eastern for your viewing pleasure. And for all of you who like to take in pleasure orally. Yeah, I just winked. I winked for the oral listeners. <laughs> then we put this up on podcast services of your choice. Thanks to our good friend, Rypop. Uh, and don't forget, timestamps come to this thing after the fact. Thanks to our good friend, Sci-Fi Gamecat Henry. Uh, I should note, I keep forgetting to remove the ads. YouTube keeps putting 100 ads into this thing. And so if you've been getting ads, I re- I promise you, I need to make it part of my daily routine where I, after Gamescast, I sit around for two hours and wait for the thing to uh, render up, put the ads in, and then go in and remove them. Uh, it's a problem. I don't know why. Uh, not everybody seems to be having this problem, like Wes. But my name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Pearl. And this gentleman over here to my left, your right, it's Wes Dillon from Virtual Strangers. Ergs, ergs. What's up, man? Yeah, no, I, I think I feel like I set my ad settings one time, and it just stayed that way. Amazingly, it just it works. We do uh, uh, we do only skippable ads, mm-hmm. and we only do them before and after, never during the body of uh, of the episode. And I mean, I guess that works. It's not like I'm going back and checking, but nobody's complaining, so. I assume that it works. I, I only found out because people complained and I feel awful because I feel, it sounds like I'm, it seems like I'm trying to pull one over on them. I'm like, Oh, I promise I'll fix it. And then like, I forget every episode. Um, so yeah, no, everything was fine until it wasn't Wes. So I don't, I don't know what the deal is. Um, Who knows? yeah, guys, a couple of different things uh, to take care of here before we really get the show rolling. Uh, we want to make sure that you click the links in the description below. Uh, most importantly, join Wes and his friends over on Virtual Strangers, where they talk about not just PlayStation VR 2, but also good platforms like PC VR and Quest 2. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the narrative of the day, at least. Oh, more fucking PSVR 2 garbage. I didn't pay $500 for this piece of fucking cheese. It, that's all I've heard all day. It, and and yeah. Wes, I hear them. 
and I'm tired. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm tired too, man. I am so tired. But yeah. uh, it's not that we don't yeah. agree with you, um, by the way. It's just that it's a lot. <laughs> so it is, and it's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to constantly try to be the voice of reason, right? It's so. It would be so much easier just to join in the uh, with the pitchforks and the bonfire and Ooh. you know the whole thing, torches. I've always wanted to burn something down. I don't know. Jim, I, don't, I mean, Jim Ryan's probably going to have a flammable. Anyway, we should probably, um, after you subscribe to Virtual Strangers, click on the link for our Discord. That's where these conversations happen 24 uh, 7. And trust me, they've been happening all 24 uh, 7 for the last 24 1. Uh, the, the general chat on our Discord is out of control. Uh, they're not happy. But uh, we're going to get to all that in just a little bit. Uh, thank you, everybody, for being here. And for being reasonable and not angry, because I am very empathic. They call me Diana Troy sometimes. I say, Brian, you just suck up all of our feelings, and you look amazing in a unitard. That's what they say to me. No, they don't. That's, yeah, I heard them. I don't quite understand the words or who that person is. But uh, have yeah, you never seen Star Trek: Next Generation? What? Uh, yeah, yeah, I watched a little bit of sport. I didn't, well, I wasn't like a huge fan of it, but yeah. yeah I think it's Diana I, I watched... Troy, not Diana. I don't know what's going on. So. Okay, yeah. fine. I don't know who that person is, but <laughs> yeah, I know who Data is, yes. and I know who uh, Lamar Burton is, and um, yeah. Yeah, and you know, who, you know who Will Riker is, you know? I do. I know. He's got a glorious beard. I do. He does. Yes. Um, he did. Yeah, he Deanna did. Troy is just like the, the ship's counselor. And, uh, and and actually, Riker dated her on and off for the better part of... Oh, it's a lady. That Well, that explains it. Yeah, which is why she looks good in a... You know what? Um, <laughs> Tornado is going to take over for the rest of the show, you guys. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. This is this is this is how today's gone, and this is how today will continue to go. So thank you again, everybody, for being here. Uh, shout out to Jim Perona with a two dollar tip before the show even started. It says for a past Bushido Blade reference from Brian. Um, I was actually talking to uh, JP over on Discord, and I mentioned I, I sort of quoted my own Broken Edge review uh, because I do mention Bushido Blade, and he uh, and he got all tickled about that. So uh, that review will be coming out uh, tomorrow morning, I think. Sorry for the delay on it. Uh, the last twenty four hours. Uh, has has been fucking nutso uh, in my personal life. Uh, Professor Lilith with a $5 tip. Everybody pay attention to this one. This is important. Not that you shouldn't have paid attention to JP. But you should definitely pay attention to PL. Uh, Professor Lilith says with the $5 tip, the Sunday multiplayer survey is now posted on Discord. Choose Alvo, Crisis Brigade 2, or Walkabout Mini Golf. Um, spoilers. I think I know which one's going to win. Uh, if you guys don't know, every Sunday... The cats vote on which game they want to play, and they get together and play games that are probably sitting in your library that are not getting enough appreciation. Uh, multiplayer games, very seldom, uh, have a huge player base, especially after a few days. Uh, so this is your chance to get back into those games and play them with a bunch of cool cats. Wes, I'm tired of talking. What's going on over on Virtual Strangers these days? Uh, man, I don't know. We're just playing games. I'm, I'm actually going to... Um going to a rock show this weekend so i'm really not even sure what my schedule is going to be um 
I'm sure we'll be talking about Hellsweeper this week whenever we do decide to go live, mm-hmm. uh, whether that be Friday or Sunday. Um, and see, what else was it? Uh, I think we're going to check out events at uh, Unity Farm, which hits uh-huh. uh, Steam this weekend and is confirmed to be coming to PlayStation VR 2 at a later time. Um, I don't know. There's other stuff out this week. Ruins Magus comes out this week. We might look at that. Uh, we've been playing Broken Edge, as you know. We might we might talk about that. Just games coming left and right, Brian, as we ramp up on our journey to toward and through October, which is going to be amazing, hopefully. Uh, ruins Magus. Ruins Magus. How I love thee for <laughs> moments. <laughs> and, and then no longer. Uh, yeah. yeah. Kim definitely has a great first impression. Ruins Magus was uh, was. was so I, I really thought it was going to do something for me. Uh, I, I was rocking a seven out of 10 for that game for the first few hours. And then steadily downhill after that. Um, yeah, I liked it, but I, I played it for about five or six hours and I did not finish it. So maybe I, maybe I didn't play it long enough for it to wear out. It's welcome. I enjoyed what I played of it. I feel like you got far enough where if the things that bothered me, uh, they would have bothered you by then. So I think I think we just have different opinions on it is all, which is fine. Yeah, it's very possible. It yeah. happens. Ne- it no, never lot, happened but... before. People are still mad about After the Fall. <laughs> yeah, I like After the Fall. I played it the other day, had a blast. Yep. Yeah, it was good. I played the launch PSVR 2, check out the haptics and the graphics, and man, they nailed the haptics and the graphics. Uh, EE transmit with the six euros says here, buy yourself some Tinder super likes. I don't know what that means, but okay. Thank yeah. you. Well, I'd swipe right on EE transmit. I guess. Um, I've only super liked once and it was accident accidental. I was like, Oop. you know, hopefully they can let you, uh, you know, fix that. Or is no. it one of these things like, twitter where if you want to do something meaningful you have to pay for it yeah if you want to do something meaningful you have to pay for it um on <laughs> the one time i ever super liked somebody's because i was trying to close the app because right, on the iphone 10 or whatever you like swipe up from the bottom of the screen and i just didn't hit the bottom of the screen properly so i hit the profile and swiped up and i was like oh no <laughs> that led <laughs> that led to a conversation it must not have been a very comfortable one either. Like, oh, no, I didn't really mean to do that. Exactly. So you're great, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, you get like one free super like or something, and I used it on accident. Chrome Colossus with the $2 tip says, is today a good day to play Switchback? I think every day is a good day to play Switchback. Um, I would I s- still, though, still, if you haven't bought Switchback yet, those guys are hinting at more content. Uh, they they are not done with Switchback, and I am excited for the future of that game. Uh because, dude, that was their first horror game. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for them to like lean more into horror if they put out more content for it. There's so much they could do. There's so much they could do. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just gonna play some Switchback footage because I was tired of that other trailer. Um, no, it was just a, it was just nominated too uh, for some kind of an award. Yeah. Uh, don't ask me which one, but I saw them on social media. Super excited for it. So congratulations to them on that. Uh, it's a great game. I enjoy it thoroughly. Are you super massively excited? 
Yeah, super massively excited, Brian. That's right. I'm sorry. My apologies. Did you see the excitement flowing through me? Yeah. This is this is just the vibe of the day, isn't it? <laughs> just like how laid back can the show get until we just pull out pillows and take a nap together? I have a feeling by the time we get to the meat of the conversation, we might be a little more animated. Yeah. But only time will tell. Only time will tell. Uh, all right, man. Let's let's. Uh, oh, uh, which uh, I, I meant to ask you, which which game do you think is going to be the Sunday multiplayer? Uh, Alvo Crisis Brigade or Walkabout? Um. I mean, Alvo's new, hmm? you know, it's a, it's a new game and it's fun. I, I had a blast. We played it last Friday and I had a blast until um, I accidentally left the lobby as the host and then uh, I couldn't get back in because of there was server issues on like Microsoft's, like the, the host server was all messed up or whatever. So I oh, wanted okay. to get back in. But prior to that, we had a, a blast for about an hour just playing Hardpoint. Which is uh, which is great. Um, which one will win? I don't know. Walkabout's pretty popular. Um, well, I guess it just depends on who's who's who down the who's down the play. Uh, but I don't think it'll be Crisis Brigade. I think it'll either be Alvo or it'll be Walkabout. And I yeah. think you can't go wrong with either. Yeah. No offense to Crisis Brigade. I, I played the update and it's it's beautiful. Like I think it looks great. It's running at high resolution, high frame rate. Um, but you only need one other person to play that. So it's always easy to do that if you wanted to. Uh, Walkabout, you'd be able to play with like seven other people. Uh, and Alvo, be able to play with nine other people, basically. Like, right. I, I feel like you take advantage of a Sunday multiplayer by picking those games. Uh, Walkabout, always my choice. Always. Yeah, plus if I'm going to play Crisis Brigade, I'm just going to go play Crossfire. Dude, Honestly. that's what I thought. I thought Crisis Brigade had like, this game's no longer relevant now that we have Crossfire. Uh, but dude, it, it it does kind of scratch a slightly different itch. And once I was in there, I was like, oh no, this is this is great. I mean, it really, I mean, especially if you've got good knees. <laughs> I'd like to hear what those people said. All, all the, the Crossfire naysayers, I, I've been waiting on their, their Crisis Brigade reviews and apparently no one's, no one feels the need to, to put an opinion out there on it, so interesting hmm. well i don't know if you uh, i don't know if you saw um but project louisiana the bounds uh put out a new press kit yesterday and then again today with new uh pictures and new video of their game uh i'm i'm i'll tell you i've got so many thoughts about this game i i feel like it could be so good um but I, but I absolutely hate that they sent us like 15 minutes of new footage, which I chopped down to about seven, uh, just to make it a little more uh, digestible for the show. Uh, and and then they used click turning, and then they and they used teleportation, which again is fine. <laughs> like if that's your preference, if that's what you need to play, great. But if you're going to reveal 15 minutes of your game, uh, get somebody in there that can play with full locomotion and, and smooth turning, because this looks awful <laughs> like and, and it looks good it's not, right it looks it's good not but it looks just bad that it, it's not just that it looks awful but the pessimists out there are going to say they're going to see that and go oh so it's only quick turn teleport right right yep when we know that's probably not the case it's definitely um, not the case i made sure of it and it actually there's an option in this video showing that you can choose and i double checked with them and i just said hey just want to make absolute sure here like because why would you show it off this way this is the 
this is the I, I can't I couldn't even do a review this way because it doesn't properly uh, showcase what the game looks like. Like when a few seconds ago, as they were walking behind the building, these shadows from the trees were all kind of like moving in different times. And those shadows were were, were being cast on the wall in the ground around you. And I was like, this looks great. But as you click, click, clicking through the environment, it doesn't look great. If you were like actually showing yourself walking through it, uh, I think it would convey, be like, wow, this, this, this actually looks really, really good. But instead you're like, oh yeah, it looks like a bunch of slides. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. 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 I agree. But, um, <clears throat> it does, it does look like a decent game though. And, and these guys are absolutely taking their time with it. I feel like we've been uh, paying attention to this for the better part of 18 months or so. Um, I, it, it seems, it seems like it's going to be a horror game. Uh, and, and, and as of right now, the puzzle mechanics look decent. Uh, I hope that they kind of clean up the inventory a little bit because you just got these big light blue boxes sort of just in front of you, uh, which is like, all right, that's fine. But I don't think those actually need to be there. Um, yeah, there, there, there's a couple of uh, telltale signs that this is an indie game, right? Yeah. And, and that's one of them. The, 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 the UI in general kind of looks... It looks a bit generic, which is fine. Again, that, that's not a game-breaking thing. It's not something that I would ever ding them on in a review or anything. It's just one of those things that kind of signifies to you that, hey, this is not a big-budget thing. This is a, an indie game. Like it's, it's a common thing to see things like this in games from smaller teams for whatever reason. They need a backpack. <laughs> Every game needs yeah. a backpack system. <laughs> agree yeah uh so yeah so this is uh so this is looking pretty decent um i did out oh, sorry sirens on my end i will um i will do my best to uh kind of chop this down even further because there there are more interior environments that they show off more puzzle mechanics i'll chop it down and do my best to kind of uh, truncate this and and, and, and kind of chop it all up and put it into psvr this week so that you can see uh you know some some of them did they some, do any Sorry. Any kind of like uh, press release or fact sheet uh, with with the thing, or was it just hard assets that they? Yeah, sent out? I just I just saw assets. It was screenshots and a couple new videos, um, and so I don't I don't I don't believe that they have any kind of release date or price or anything like that yet. I think they're still kind of slowly making their way through development. But, you think they're still planning on? Because uh, last I heard on this game, they were planning on making it a PSVR one game. Am I wrong about that? You're not wrong about that. And like a lot of other developers, I think they realized that the development took a lot longer than anticipated, and some platforms go out of fashion during that time. And PSVR one has been out of fashion for the better part of two and a half years now. Sorry to anybody out there who still is playing their PSVR one or hasn't upgraded to PSVR two yet, but it's still a fact. There's, you're you're part of a very small minority, and we love you very much, um, dude. The the game that I'm I'm curious about in kind of in kind of the same situation is Saints and Sinners Chapter Two Retribution because Skydance is a fairly you know they're getting their their interactive division is bigger than it was and they is was still planning on a PSVR one version like is it worth their time their effort they're they're probably just going to pay someone to port it uh, so. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm curious and becoming more dubious by the day that we're going to see that. Yeah, um, I feel like if they're working on that right now, it's just because they're um, honest people 
and they said they would you know what i mean yeah i I feel like they're they're wasting time and resources given everything that they're working on you know arashi and behemoth um i'd say it's probably pretty low on their priority list but again that they've always been uh you know true to their word and they said they would and i don't think they want to go back on that so true um i think we'll get it it might be 2025 before we see it, but I think it eventually it will come. Well, Wes, we obviously have a lot to talk about today, so we should probably move on. Uh, one of the games that came out, Jesus, was it yesterday? I don't even know anymore, man. Uh, Broken Edge just came out. It's been on other platforms for a little bit uh, and finally made its way over to PSVR 2, developed by Trey Boucher and uh, published by, I believe, Fast Travel Games, right? That's right. Uh you had already played this on other platforms. Uh, how do you feel about the PSVR 2 port? Uh, I think it is a straight port. Uh, I didn't really notice much difference. Now, there may be some difference in the haptics. I'm pretty confident that there probably is, but it wasn't terribly noticeable to me. I, I very much felt like the same game that I played on uh, Quest before. Yeah. Um. This is the first time I'd played it. I'd sort of gotten your review and sort of everybody's review. And uh, it has an extremely high uh, rating on Steam. And so I was hoping for something that would be, I don't know, maybe my new addiction. Maybe I was asking for too much. Uh, 1v1 games have been hit or miss. Uh, we talked a little bit about Telefrag on uh, on. Monday's episode, but I think that was just because I thought it was the 20 questions answer. So maybe we didn't talk about Telefrag very long, but 1v1 is a tough road to travel, I think. And you have to have a really, really, really polished and uh, it's going to be a formula that pulls you back in every single time you lose, every single time you win, it's going to give you that just one more time feeling, which I think is really hard in any 1v1 game. And I don't know if Trebuchet accomplished that here. I, 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 I like it, but there's nothing pulling me in. You and I played a few online matches together, and after like, you know, after like three matches, I was like, all right, I think we've we've done this enough. And playing the campaign single player, I said, well, this is this is fine, but I probably would have given up if the last boss didn't take like a hundred tries to beat. Um, so it's, you know, it, it's, it's rocking like a six out of 10 for me right now. It's, it's sort of just like, it's, it's fine, but I don't think it's extraordinary in any way what, whatsoever. Uh, and, I, and I think I was hoping for a little bit more with this. Yeah, uh, I think it's fine is uh, a good description of it. it. It's, it's not a bad game. No. It's okay. It's, it's fun for a little while. It's good in short bursts. Um, it does have some things going for it. I mean, it's a very unique concept. It's a fencing game. We don't have any fencing games in VR. Um, and it does play like a fencing game. It's very much about where you can stick your tip, Brian. Um, so, um, it has that going for it. It's fairly priced, I I would say. Um, you know, it's only, what, 10 or 15 bucks. Uh, It's absolutely worth that. Um, there's a good variety here uh, in terms of like the characters you get to choose, and they are notably different, every character. Um, where I feel like the disconnect comes in with this game is... All right, so so we, we often talk on our channel about 
main course games versus palate cleanser games. Mm-hmm. And main course be, being a game that you can sit down and play for two or three hours at a time. And a palate cleanser being that game that you pick up for 20 to 30 minutes in between just to uh, play something different and, and, and kind of clear your head. Uh, this, this is a palate cleanser game with the progression system of a main course game. I, I think that's where the, the problem is. Like, there's a lot of different character types in this game, which is a good thing, and they all have their own progression, yeah. which also is a good thing, uh, but the progression's kind of slow. you got to put some real time into leveling up each one of these character classes, and again, it's not a game you're going to want to play for two and three hours at a time. So, like... Like like you're 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 gonna level up one character like one time, I feel like every time that you play this game. Yeah. And um for that reason, you know, I, I don't feel like it draws you back in. I feel like if you were progressing a little bit more quickly, it may be a little bit more fun and it may draw you in a, a little more often. Yep. So I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh I've got i man, I feel like I could talk about Broken Edge all day. Luckily, the review, like I said, the review is coming out tomorrow morning. So, uh, you know, if, if you're if you're curious about more details, you haven't picked this up yet. Um, you know, I've already kind of said it's like six out of ten. I, I'm I'm flabbergasted. That is the only word I could think of off the top of my head. Flabbergasted by the resolution. <laughs> like this this should be running at 4K 120 FPS. Like why why when when I put this the headset on, does it look like this? The some of the backgrounds are comically simple. Uh, all of the uh, all of the opponents are very basic looking. Um, whether you like the art style or not doesn't matter. It, it should be running at fucking 4K, uh, and it's not. It's not. It has it has a very soft look to it. Um, but I do like. Let me give a positive here with my negative. I do like the Street Fighter feel to it, where there are special moves. There are things that you need to learn. Uh, every character has the same abilities but every character executes them differently. And I really like that. So, you know, you have to learn like different poses and sometimes it's a, a kind of a, a, a three tiered stance where you do one, then another, then another. And sometimes you it's to power up your sword. Sometimes it's to, uh, once your sword is broken, you, you get to recharge it one more time. You get this, you know, one last sort of final effort, um, last ditch effort almost. And so, there are these kind of different things to learn about each character. Uh, and, you know, it reminded me a little bit of you know, being in the arcade when I was a kid and like being like, oh, how did you do Sub-Zero's freeze move? You know, it's like, okay, well, yeah, you're going to learn that shit. I feel like the one guy that loves this game so much that he knows how to do all the stuff for all the characters probably loves this game, right? Yeah. Because there is a lot to it. Um, I don't know that I'll ever spend enough time in it to learn how to really enjoy it so to speak yeah but, but there's something there like I, I could tell like if you really put the and invested your time into learning this game and the progressing the characters learning all the different characters i would probably have a lot more fun with it i just i don't think i'll ever get there you know i agree and at a certain point you have to say is this the kind of game i want to spend a lot of time with to get there and and if it's not then you fall into category B and that's not the category that Wes is talking about. So, um, anyway, that's broken edge is, uh, if you pre-order it was 10 bucks, it's now 15. I think $10 is a much, much better price for it. Uh, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Inflation. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of new characters over the other versions, uh, or there were characters added throughout time and 
now we've we've kind of got this complete version uh and they yeah. all do play differently enough they have different weapons it's yeah yeah when i played it before it was just like five or six characters and now it's nice. there's two or three more than that so yeah, yeah. uh danishing act in the chat says where's the firewall review app been waiting for a while i uh, dude i'm putting firewall down like don't don't make me do stuff for real like i was i was sick for a week and i had a lot of time to reflect while i was sleeping uh and i'm just tired man i'm tired i'm still tired uh and so i'm absolutely going to be taking without parole um i'm gonna take ownership of without parole back from myself the guy i'm gonna take it back from the guy who fucking worked around the clock for the last six years thinking that i would be somewhere different in 2023 uh, and i'd be able to hire somebody i hire editors because i kept fucking killing myself for years thinking that I'd be if, if I just work really fucking hard, if I work 80 hours a week for, you know, a couple of years, then eventually I'll be in a place where I can hire somebody and like this won't be the rest of my life. And that's obviously not happening. So I'm taking I'm taking control of without parole back from that fucking moron who was running it before young Brian. Uh, and and I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. And so uh, we're gonna have fun. That's what <laughs> we're going to do, Brian. We're going to get back right. to having fun, which was the point all along anyway. Yep. And um, anybody that watches this channel and, and doesn't know what you think about Firewall isn't paying attention, right? It's Firewall. It's fun. Uh, it has issues. They're getting better every day. Um, yeah, everyone knows that. So. Yep. And I'll review Firewall when I feel like Firewall is worth reviewing, right? Right now, it's, you know, I think I, I think Miles and, and, and myself and, and AJ, I think we're all kind of in the same boat. I, I don't know if you are to us, where it's just like, you know what, like... Uh, enough with the enough with the let's check after every single update and pray that it's you know really good you know what let's give them a month and, and just you know because yeah. if, if you bought it by now then you already bought it and if you didn't buy it by now then fucking don't buy it like let's let's just give them a month and come back to it and say hey did this did this end up working out for them yes no let's review it i just don't yeah i, I, yeah. I just I and, just, and I, I think you kind of touched on something larger there too just don't fucking buy it yeah like we, we've been railing against uh you know, all, all of the negativity in the space um, for, for the last, I don't know, six weeks, two months or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it isn't because there, there's no cause for negativity. It's just I feel like a lot of the, that people, oh, like, you know, a lot of people blow it out of proportion to try to punish or manipulate the development studios. Yep. Don't do that. Just don't fucking buy it. Don't right. pre-order anything and don't buy it until it's right. Vote with your dollar. It's the outrage culture, and and I feel yeah. you know I feel like we everybody deserves a great game when it comes out. We, they do, you know, but but yeah. like it, it's not like there's not a precedent that has been set. We are getting the precedent has been set over and over and over and over again, and games are not coming out the way they should. Uh, they're, they're, either there's a learning curve on PSVR two that developers are not familiar with yet, uh, or it's. Or, or something else is happening, but it's going to take some time for all that to sort of level out. And so for the meantime, I would say just don't pre-order anything at all. Yeah, I think it's safe. I think it's a safe bet these days, yep. especially on PSVR 2. Um, while it is now a game cat, specifically a white tiger. Oh man, the voice is cracking. Uh, my voice is gone before the show started with the Canadian $5 tip says Sony's non-hybrid VR2 games seem limited in playing safe with Call of the Mountains lackings and firewall bad mechanics for mainstream appeal without marketing to mainstream. Bad mechanics for mainstream appeal. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I agree. 
they 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 want they want simple controls for for firewall uh they they want something that won't make people sick for call of the mountain uh, they they are they I, I think that there was a, a weird push there to to market towards non VR gamers as, as Wes has said a million times I think on this show they're they're not competing with Meta or PC VR they're marketing and trying to convince PlayStation Five people to buy the PSVR two they're not looking outside of that ecosystem and saying hey if you own a Quest come over here and get this instead they don't give a fuck. They just want PS5 owners to buy it because there's a shit ton of those, right? Those people are already halfway in the door. Just pull them the rest of the way in. Um, um, while he's now GameCat, specifically White Tiger with the Canadian $2 tip says firewall complicates basics. Should have learned from Alvo. Dude, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I agree with you. <laughs> like Al- Alvo, Alvo is just fast and fluid and fun and, uh, and just, just kind of makes sense. The grenade shit doesn't make sense. Can we all agree on no apparent for whatever reason we just need to take a grenade off of our belt and fucking throw it i mean crossfire did it right i I gotta i gotta say yeah i kind of like the grenades in alvo and i'm not just saying that because full disclosure uh they're a client where i work at um (laughs) and i've said this about firewall i said i said i like i like the i like the grenade throwing in in firewall um i think i like it more in alvo what i like about it is the precision you know when you have a a a, um just a regular vr grenade throw where you just throw it it never goes where you want it to the 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 tracking or the the throwing mechanics uh aren't quite perfect and it never goes where you want it like one time out of ten maybe um so what i like about games like firewall and alvo is you can really thread the needle with that fucking grenade and i enjoy that about it uh Alex Crossfire, let me pull the fucking grenade off my belt. Sorry, Wes, I'm just basically just cheating you down. Let me pull the grenade off my belt, pull the pin, and throw it. I mean, come on, man. Nothing yeah. makes more sense than that, right? I and don't get me wrong. Like I, I've, I've got, I, I kind of got used to Ultra's system of eye tracking. I kind of, even though there's certain situations where it just it's impossible to make it work properly. Um, and then, and then I, and I got used to Alvo's where it's like, you aim with one hand and throw with the other. And it's like, all right, well that works too. Uh, but you know, I like crossfires, <laughs> crossfire. Just, this is how grenades work. You know, from all the grenades I've thrown throughout the course of my life, Wes, which has been millions. And millions. No, um, yeah, I mean, it's fine in crossfire. I, I feel like when, uh, when I have like a regular grenade mechanic in a VR game, I typically have to throw it like shovel pass style where I start at my chest and just kind of push it out to make it go where I want to. And it works pretty well in in crossfire. Uh, I don't like how the grenades are all on your arm and you can grab the first two just fine. But the third one that's right on your elbow, sometimes it doesn't want to come off and that can be annoying, especially in like a very tense situation where people are coming in on you and, you got to kill them quickly, and now you can't grab your grenade. That can be frustrating. But yeah, it's fine. It's fine in uh, Crossfire. Time to play VR with the two quid, says Brian. You're awesome. Do you? Thank you very much. I'm, tr- I'm trying my hardest. Um, you know, I've, I've, I, I do things that are good for the channel. Like PSVR this week is good for the channel. Breaking news reports are good for the channel. Reviews are good for the channel. I, I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm just abandoning reviews uh, because as much as I love Gamescast, you know, the foundation of this channel has always been things like news videos and this week and edited things like reviews. Um, I'm just, 
I'm just not going to kill myself over it because I want to make sure that, you know, <laughs> that I'm still doing this in a decade. Uh, man, bear pig game cat with the $2 tip says, Brian West, do whatever makes you happy. Love you guys. Uh, Wes, I'm just, in that case, I'm just going to shut this channel down. And I'm going to become a permanent guest on virtual strangers. Make West yeah, do all the work. Yeah, boy, come on over. Yeah. Come on over. We got plenty of room. Quest 3 is about to come out. We got VR mods coming out. I looked at a, a mod for Doom Eternal today, man. Like, it, things are going well. Come on over to the dark side. I love it. Love it. Dude, I'm, buy, I'm, I'm absolutely buying a Quest 3. I, I mean, I've basically figured that out. And uh, what are you going to do? Like... I, 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 I thought I was out of the meta ecosystem forever. I deleted my Facebook account because I was like, fuck you, I'm finally out. I got rid of my Quest 2, traded it for a backwards compatible PlayStation 3. I was like, what a great deal. And then and then Quest 3, I keep hearing great things about it. I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll pick one up too. <laughs> yeah, good thing is you don't need that Facebook account anymore. You can just do what normal people do and register with an email account. It's pretty nice. Yeah, I got to create a meta account, which is so radically different than Facebook. <laughs> It, well, I mean, it's easier. It is easier to, to deal with now. And you don't have to worry about saying bad things about the president on Facebook and having all your VR games taken away. Um, that, there's that. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's easier now. It's easy to set up like secondary accounts now because literally you just, you go into your headset, say, I want to put a secondary account on. It gives you like a, like a number. You mm -hmm. go to your computer screen, you punch the number in and voila it's on there magically voila. Um, so it is better now than it used to be um <clears throat> i feel like uh <laughs> for some reason i feel like you're speaking from firsthand experience did you say something about the president and get banned from facebook <laughs> no but this was the worry i mean back back when uh <laughs> when quest came out you gotta think man when quest came out and got popular yep. and there was the uh the facebook requirement People were worried because it was the heat of the pandemic. Like there, there was like all of this like political division. I mean, there's still a lot of division in our society, but it was at its heated peak during this time. And people were afraid to speak out on Facebook. And then when they were faced with, okay, I might lose my library of a hundred games. If I go on and, and type the word Ivermectin in the Facebook, um, then yeah, there, there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of paranoia around that. So it's good that you don't really have to worry about that anymore. I'm so happy for everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Maxwell Ritt with the $2 tip says, too bad Hellsweeper's graphics are meh. Still playing. Uh, perfect. We're about to talk about that. Uh, Man Bear Pig Game Cat with the $2 tip says, Wes, if you have a Quest Pro, would you get a Quest 3? Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, I wouldn't have a Quest Pro. Right. Not because it's not good. Not because it's not good. Um, it's it's expensive. It's very fucking expensive. Um, but yeah, no, Quest 3 is going to be better in some significant ways. Namely, uh, it's going to have higher resolution screens in it. Um, and it's going to have uh, high quality color pass through. And kind of the, the, the drive of this generation for Meta is going to be mixed reality stuff. So if, if you're going to, I've used the Quest Pro. The mixed reality is passable, but it's not good. It's very soft. It's very low res. Um, Quest 3 is supposed to be way better. And not only because of the high, the high resolution color cameras it has on it, but because it also has a depth sensor on it, which Quest Pro does not have. Um, I think it's going to be a better platform. I, I really do. It's, it's a shame 
that they uh, decided to leave the eye tracking off because we've seen on PSVR 2 what a difference that can make. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, if I had a Quest Pro, I would definitely buy Quest 3. I would use my Quest Pro controllers with my Quest 3, and I think it's going to be uh, an excellent next-gen platform for sure. And everything we're hearing about Quest 3, I hate to beat a dead horse. I mean, I know we've said this before, but everybody's talking about Quest 3 as if it's going to be this um, small incremental upgrade from Quest 2 uh, horsepower-wise oh, no. because of what they're you know seeing with the with the processing, the, the, the mobile chip. Everything we're hearing says it's, it's going to be way closer to PSVR 2 than, uh, you know, not, I mean, not on the level, but way closer than most people expected. And that's going to be good for everybody across the board, I think. Yeah, the, the Quest Pro has the same processor in it that Quest 2 has in it. It's it's configured differently because the RAM is not located on the same package as the, the processor, which uh, allows for a little bit better heat dissipation, which allows for a little bit better performance. But you're getting a full next-gen processor on Quest 3 that they're touting as um, twice the graphics processing power of Quest 2, mm -hmm. which in recent months has been pretty impressive in its own right. They're doing a lot more with Quest 2 now than they did at first. Um, but I'm hearing from developers that not only is the... Um, the processing power more than doubled, but it does a much better job at a lot of backend stuff like, you know, post-processing, this sort of stuff. Um, so it's a much more capable device than uh, Quest Pro or even Quest 2 um, from what I'm hearing. So I, I think it's going to be, it's going to be great for all VR that the baseline of, of uh, quality is getting such a significant jump because you know um i mean i still expect a year and a half from now that people are still going to be talking about standalone holding us back but it's not going to be as egregious as it is right now yeah so agreed yeah. i think you nailed it <clears throat> all right man uh we got one more tip and then we're going to get to the meat of today's show uh phil pepe the gamecat 69 underscore 420 underscore lol jkwtf underscore brian with the five dollar tip says say my name say my name say my name say my name that was wrong say my name i don't even fucking know the song that's all i remember of the song you got anything to tell me oh shit uh when no one is around we say brian we love you and play some vr games mental health for the win don't fall out of love with vr um the great thing is that you know before this channel became 100% PSVR uh, when PSVR came out, uh, the channel was initially uh, an everything uh, channel. We, we we covered all games, new games, old games, whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Um, <clears throat> and now we don't do that. So when I when I need a recharge, I can go play some retro games, and uh, and, and it's it's a lot of fun because I don't have to think about covering it for the channel. So there's still a lot of non-work video games out there for me and uh and anybody who says resident evil outbreak is bad you and i are gonna have words because i played that game for two hours last night when i couldn't sleep and then i watched the shawshank redemption twice wes once with director commentary wow oh <laughs> wow. uh, yeah i didn't sleep i didn't fall asleep till the sun came up so i had some time on my hands yeah uh Sounds like it Super cool video, bro, which I always love that name. It says, any insider info with $2 tip, I'm sorry. Any insider info about Valve or Nintendo VR? 
Uh, I mean, I, I know a couple of things about Valve, but nothing specific, nothing I can talk about. Um, you should be excited. Uh, with Nintendo VR, I, I would typically say, no, I can't share anything. Uh, but since Eric already kind of said it on one of our episodes recently, I'll, I'll just say what he said. And that is that he was at Gamescom, or it was after Gamescom. He was at a developer event in Europe. And there was a Nintendo guy there who was quite inebriated. And this was before the Nintendo stuff leaked, by the way. Like, I heard about this. Um, Nintendo VR is real, according to this guy. And there's apparently a uh, Legend of Zelda game in development that's amazing. Um, again, you know, the, the, the source was admittedly intoxicated. It could have been somebody talking shit. But for what it's worth, this is something that I heard about before the world was talking about Nintendo VR. So I think that does lend a little credibility to it. It's going to be an optional thing. There's no way. Like it, it, I feel like Nintendo cannot do this without being the very definition of hybrid games. Their, their core system, the Switch 2, whatever it's going to be, has got to be able to place up on a, on, on a 2D flat screen, and then you slide it into some kind of something or another, and then it becomes a VR headset. Because... They've just been focused on what the most, the biggest, most popular, cas even casual audience would want, whether it be motion controls, and then the Switch would be like this portable thing, handheld console all in one, and then and then to go to something that's as niche as VR, just, it, 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 there's there's no way that, there's there's no way that their next console will be VR focused. It's going to have, it's gonna, just going to be a VR option. That, that, that's where I stand on this, just because... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, and if you would have asked me in previous months and years, I would have guessed the same thing. Uh, but I don't think that this is going to be something that they do instead of Switch. You know, if they do a standalone VR headset, it'll be a, something completely out, out, out of bounds. You know, yeah. much like they had, you know, they had their consoles, and then they had their standalones at one point. Like their handhelds were a different thing, a different platform, concurrent to what they were doing on uh, their their consoles. So I think it's possible both ways. Um, I think it's notable that they are working reportedly with Google, uh, and Google, for what it's worth, what they're best known for in VR is a device where you slide your, you know, your phone into a thing and and play VR. So yeah, you could be right, but I, I don't know yet. Evolution of Google Cardboard. Maybe. Maybe. I hope not. Because, because like, Switch VR, the Labo, was literally Google Cardboard, and it wasn't very good. So, <laughs> Right. It's bad. Uh, Phil Pepe, the GameCat, underscore 69, underscore 42, underscore LOLJKWTF, underscore Brian, with the $2 tip, said, this show is my favorite media, period. Oh, dude, that makes me feel all warm Thank and you. fuzzy inside. Also, it makes me go, very nice. like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, it's gotta, it can't, you can't be right. No, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, although, it, it, yeah, the imposter syndrome will not allow me to take that to heart for some reason. Blazing Phoenix with the $10 tip says, just going to say I joined right before Miles. Oh, right before Miles said it's about where you stick your tip. Isn't this what you said? Are you Miles, Wes? All right, let me edit this. Just Damn gonna it, my, my, my cover is blown, Brian. Oh, crikey. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I'm not Miles, Stop now. No, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> 
Uh, just going to say yeah, I joined I'm right wrong. before Wes said it's about where you stick your tip. And I'm like, oh, yeah, those are words to live by. Just found it funny. It was funny. Hell we touched yeah. tips, Brian, when we were playing. No one knows it. It was a secret, but cat's out of the bag. Yeah. I'll, show, I'll show it in the review. It's <laughs> yeah. the expose heard around the world. All right, man. <clears throat> Enough dicking around. I think it's time for us to talk about some Hellsweeper. Um, Hellsweeper uh, is out tomorrow is that correct tomorrow on all platforms (laughs) and uh unfortunately unfortunately and uh so basically i I woke up this morning from a uh, with a text from aj saying uh hellsweeper's out on the australian store and i said well time to download this thing and talk about it uh so i think i think it's very very important to say something before we get into uh, the titular aspect of this, because the title of this video is Don't Buy Hellsweeper VR on PlayStation VR 2 Yet. I want to make sure, yeah, I want to make sure we make it very clear. Hellsweeper seems like a fucking fun game. Like I played it for two hours today and I had a lot of fun. So let's get the let's get yeah. the nitty gritty out of the way, Wes. You played this on on PC, and you played it on uh, PSVR two. Talk to me about the differences. Um. Well, I mean, there are two noticeable differences. One being haptics. The haptics are notably better on PlayStation two, as we expected that they would be. Um, the other, even bigger difference, is graphics. And the graphics are way better on Steam than they are on PlayStation <clears throat> VR 2. Um, they are, well, th- I think you nailed it earlier today, Brian, when we were talking, and you said that it looks like a PSVR 1 game yep. because it looks like a PSVR 1 game. And, um, you know, I want to say that it's surprising, but we've seen this so many times recently that it's it's sad that it's not surprising. And, uh, I don't know why they decided just to launch it like this instead of delaying it and taking their time to give PSVR 2 fans the, the version they deserve. Uh, but it very much is Green Hell Sweeper VR. It's just like Green Hell was. It's a great game. It's it's not broken. It's fun to play. It's not unplayable because the graphics are low res. Right. But uh, it should be better. Yeah, it, it should definitely be better. It, it feels like... Uh, I mean, I, I don't think Sirento was the best looking game on PSVR one. In fact, I think it was, it didn't, it never looked terribly good. I thought the, all the arenas were pretty bland. And so I, I always thought we, despite the fact that that game was really good, we got sort of a unimpressive looking port. I'll say that. And when I started this up, it, it kind of brought back all those memories. It certainly looks better than Sirento does. The environments look better there's more variety to them they they just have a little, lot more detail in but just overall the resolution needs a severe bump in it and just so just so we're on the same page Wes, you're saying that on pc vr i mean are we, are we talking crystal clear crystal clear crystal clear and then at that i played it on my um hp reverb g2 which is about the same resolution as the psvr2 it's a high resolution headset and it played perfectly i mean it didn't even hiccup and it was beautiful. Um, I thought it was interesting that the file size on Steam was over twice 
the file size on PlayStation, which, you know, a lot of that might could be chopped up to different optimization and kind of different file structure. But I mean, typically uh, they're, they're in the same ballpark, you know, norm, normally steam games aren't twice the size of PSVR two games if they're similar in quality and they're just not, they're not similar in quality. This it's so shimmery and dirty. I mean, it's, it, it's literally like green hell was it's, it's just, there, there's, there's distortion everywhere uh, outside of what's two feet in front of you. Like your hands, all the weapon models and stuff look pretty good on PlayStation uh, VR two, but the environments um, are, are extremely dirty. The, the like sky boxes and things like that are very low res. Um, yeah. Now, for, again, for what it's worth, much like Green Hell, after I played it for about 30 minutes, I wasn't even thinking about the stuff anymore. I was just having fun with it. Uh, but again, uh, it is there, and it is unfortunate that it's in the state that it's in. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed with Mixed Realms and Vertigo games. I feel as though it's, it's not like... It's not like this was a surprise to them. I, I feel like if they, they could have gotten out ahead of launch, because the game is officially out in Australia and will be out in the rest of the world uh, momentarily. <laughs> and I, if, I feel like if they got out ahead of launch and said, listen, you know, we're, we're, the PSVR 2 version is launching at a lower resolution than we, we'd prefer, uh, but we promise here, here's, you know, here's a patch uh, or our, our plan to get a patch out. Here's how long we think it's going to take. Here's a roadmap. Here's something, um, <clears throat> and just get out in front of it and say, and say, listen, we're sorry in advance, but without saying that, and allowing people to pre-order it and allowing people to purchase it from the Australian store, it just it just doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. The, the game the game for the most part plays fine, but this has been a problem with PSVR two, and so so now so now my question is well. What's going to happen next month with the seventh guest? What's going to happen when Arizona Sunshine 2 comes out? I, I don't know how much of this comes down to Vertigo, the publishers, how much of it comes down to Mixed Realms developers, but it yeah, it all comes down to money, obviously, because if it wasn't about money, they would have delayed it. Like, do you, yeah. do, do you feel well, like this is in a condition where it should have been delayed on PSVR 2, just release the other versions and delay this? Yeah, one or the other. I mean, if they're not going to delay it, they need to be upfront about it and make give a statement before launch because this isn't like quest or steam where if you release something that's subpar, then people can just get a refund. Right. Sony doesn't let you get a refund. So it's, it's extremely important that you're upfront with your customer base about what they're getting here, especially if you've got something that is up for pre-order. Um, and uh, by them not, ma I mean, I'm sure they'll say something on it. People are going to be outraged and yep. they're going to put a statement out and they're going to tell us that they're going to fix it. And they're going to tell us exactly when they're going to fix it. And that's all great. But they should be saying that now, not tomorrow, not next week. Um, because once you buy this thing on PlayStation, then you own it no matter what. And uh, I think it's telling that no one's out there saying that the Quest version is blurry because... It's not, right. you know, it, it's not as detailed, uh, but it's not blurry. Much like Green Hell, you, if you go over to the Quest side of the fence, you're going to get something that has a decent resolution. And uh, consequently, it, if it had, if it weren't that way, people could get a refund over there. So it's just weird. It seems like, and I'm not accusing them of doing this, but it seems like they're taking advantage of the fact that people 
can't get a refund here. Um, yeah, it's just, it's unfortunate. I would have delayed it if I were them. I don't, I, sometimes I feel like maybe the, these studios are afraid of delaying, afraid, afraid that there's going to be a big like blowback and negative pushback against that. And that would have absolutely been the case a couple of years ago, but not anymore. Right. We've seen so many of these botched launches now that people actually appreciate when they delay their games now. Uh, so hopefully this message gets across to uh, developers and they start doing the right thing and not launching their game until it's absolutely ready. Yeah, I agree. It's just disappointing because there doesn't seem to be any reason for it whatsoever. I will say I didn't notice any reprojection if that makes everyone feel better. <laughs> but would you have the, the yeah i see i was thinking this when i was playing it's like i don't see any reprojection but would you notice motion blur if everything's blurry already probably not uh good point <laughs> I, I don't know uh, I, I felt like with hubris uh hubris was the game that sort of convinced me i should check out prescription lenses and then when i got prescription lenses because it it does it is actually pretty uh sharp resolution wise and then when i got prescription lenses it clear, cleared everything up kind of and i was like oh damn so i don't i i have no idea i'm i'm wondering i mean i guess i guess we could just ask the developers what what frame rate it's running at right i mean could it be running at 90 yep. native in that in that they it my my, my guess here and, and this is the terrible guess my guess yep. is that at some point Developers are starting to get the message that like we'd really prefer games on PSVR two to be running at ninety FPS rather than uh, sixty reprojected to one twenty, and so maybe this was kind of this last ditch effort to get the 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 frame rate to where people are asking for it That's to be, point. and then and then but because of that they haven't had a chance to optimize uh, optimize it to run at the resolution they want to. It's just I don't know, man. I don't know, but. It's a good point. We should use this as an example, too, to just to tell people, all those people out there that are super against uh, going to 120 reprojected, that sometimes you can't have your cake and eat it, too. right? Sometimes the price of running a, a native 90 is that instead of having motion blur, you have everything that's blurry. Yeah. Um, well, and, and the thing yeah. is, though, is, is that with a game like this, you should be able to have your cake and eat it too. These environments look decent. Uh, you know, you can tell that when they're sharp, they're going to look nice, but they're not terribly large. There's not, there's not a whole lot going on here. These, this is exactly the type of game that should be able to run at 90 native uh, at a super sharp resolution. I agree. It's an arena. I guess for those of you out there who are curious and, and don't know what this game is, it is an arena-based roguelike game. It's all about replaying the same levels there aren't a terribly large amount of levels the the rounds are pretty short um the, it, this isn't the largest game in terms of scope um what makes the game special is the gameplay i, I feel like a lot of um a lot of stuff that people were saying about synapse they're going to say about this game too is like it's not a lot of game um what it is is it it's just it's special because the gameplay is is extremely good yeah and varied and so now that we've talked about the uh, the graphics, but you know, I, I do want to talk about this game. I want to talk about what's what's good about it and how hopefully, you know, once we get a patch uh, and everything kind of works itself out, you know, if this is a game people are going to want to be want to play. But we do have a lot of tips here in the chat. Uh, and so let's let's check in with the cats and see what they've got to say. Um, <clears throat> oh, super cool video bros. Like uh, this is from like our switch conversation uh with the two dollar tip he says pimax portal style vr for switch 2 what fill me in what's pimax portal 
It's exactly what uh, you described uh, Nintendo to VR to be. It's so Primax, which is a VR company that makes VR headsets. Yeah, the huge one is with the release- big FOV, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're releasing a uh, a flat handheld, um, and one of the uses of that handheld is that it can slide into a specially made VR headset for it, and right. now it's a VR headset. So, well, isn't yeah. Phoenix eighty two with the twenty dollar tip? Says sorry, Wes. I can't believe I got your name wrong. What's your channel? I appreciate your experience more than <laughs> miles. Sorry about that. Thank you. Man, I, I gotta love when the cats throw shade at different hosts. Um, click the link in the description below and join Wes's channel. It's Virtual Strangers. They talk about all things VR, not just PSVR too. Right. Greg Hodges with the Level One membership says Firewall and Hellsweeper are why you don't pre-order. Uh, yeah, in Green Hell and Switchback and countless other games. Uh, you know that once upon a time VR kind of lived in this special little space where the 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 numbers were so small, the community was so small, where you just if you released a game and it was broken, that was kind of it. It was just there was just you know you're it was going to be you're going to be panned and fixing it later was kind of pointless, even though a lot of people did. Um, and and now I think it's gotten big enough, and, and enough big corporations have gotten involved in in the publishing side of things where. You know, it just becomes 100% about money all over again. And I think we're falling into the same traps that a lot of the, a lot of the gaming industry is falling into uh, or has been falling into for the better part of the last decade or two. Uh, Ace Gamer Cats. What up, Ace Gamer Cats? With the $20 tip says, gr- uh, keep up the great work, gents. When will we, we be able to purchase a Game Cats hoodie with the new PSVR 2 logo? Are you holding out until the old stock runs out? I'll pay double. Uh, don't pay double. But uh, it just it's just going to require me to get in there and, and get those new designs uh, onto Teespring. Uh, but there's no stock because Teespring just prints to order. So, uh, so no worries about that. I really wanted to have it done by now because uh, the fall is obviously getting closer by the day. Uh, maybe we're in fall. No. When does winter begin? I don't know. After the fall. Right. So we're Sorry. about to be in fall. <laughs> Uh, and you're going to want hoodies for fall, and I'm going to want a GameCat hoodie for fall. So I'll keep you posted. Uh, Phil Pepe, the GameCat 69, 420, LOL, JK, WTF, Brian with the $5 tip says, I prefer bad graphics over a delay because this looks fun. I already bought it, so I guess we'll see in a few hours when it launches in the US. Uh, let's hope we get an update ASAP. Uh, wonderful. It's, it, it's playable. It, it is. It's playable. And then, um, it, you know. Let's get, good, let's get the last tip done, and then we'll uh, and then we'll get back right into the Hellsweeper conversation. The GameCat, formerly known as Get In My Belly, LOL, GameCat Wilkins, uh, Get In My LOL, in LOL, My Belly. This is good. I really like this, because somebody hates every time I say it, and so now we're just making it funnier. With the $20 tip, uh, sends an emoji of a fan character sending hearts with their hands. Thank you so much, GameCat Wilkins, formerly known as. Um, <clears throat> yeah, dude, I like roguelites. I'm a big fan. I think I, I I liked in death. I liked the persistence. I liked synapse, and it's fun playing a game that plays like Sirento, but it has adopted the roguelite formula. And this game has that feeling for me. And I only played for about two hours today, uh, and have not successfully completed a run yet, which I love because synapse was just way too easy for me. And 
I've, I've died a bunch of times on the, on the bus. Sometimes I didn't even make it to the bus. Uh, and, and, and I, so I, I love it because as soon as I die, I go, fuck man, I gotta try that again. It, it has that one more try, one more attempt. I got to do this again. I know that I can do this. I died and it was my fault feeling about it. And so that means uh, that I love the game. And so when it gets patched graphically, it's just going to be, you know, kind of firing on all cylinders as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It'll be great. It's going to be great. Um, I like that there's so much to learn with it, right? Like it, it's not big in terms of scope of the game but there is a lot of nuance to the gameplay and kind of learning all the little things and uh, and all the different ways to play uh, all the ways to progress uh, I, I feel like even having played it a couple of hours there's still stuff that you haven't really put in the practice that you can do mm-hmm. right now uh, because there's just so much to learn with it um, for example, I, I need to make more of a habit out of um, taking advantage mid-run of going to the shop and buying upgrades. I, I still haven't kind of worked that into my, my process when I'm working through the levels, um, although I feel like it, it probably would be a big buff if I can somehow... Because when, when you choose to do that, you're typically choosing not to take some kind of an upgrade or buff. Um and I always, I always take the, the shiny thing first, right? And just grab the buff and don't go see what's on the other side of the wall. Um, that's just one example. The other example is like uh, doing the advanced tutorial. Um, there are advanced movement options, but you can't unlock those until you do the advanced tutorial. Um, there's just a lot. There's a lot to the game. You, you mix the different types of stuff. Like there's magic, there's weapons, there's melee weapons, there's projectile weapons. And you can mix and meld all this stuff in very unique ways. And this all takes time to kind of learn and kind of determine what kind of player you're going to be. Uh, so I feel like there's a lot of time that's going to go just in the kind of establishing your identity in this game and learning all the stuff which I love. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's so frequently in roguelites, I right, come up, yeah, this happened a lot in Until You Fall, actually. Uh, I, I would get to the gate and it would give you the three options and I'd be like, I don't want any of these three options. Like none of these appeal to me whatsoever. The only thing I ever wanted in, in Until You Fall was more health because that was the thing I always was short on. You know, like I can, I can deal with any enemy as long as I've got enough health to you know, outlast him. And, and so that was the only thing I ever cared about in some games like Synapse and definitely what I'm seeing so far today in Hellsweeper, I care about all the upgrades They're like, here, you know, here's, here's, you, you can, I, I, I love the way they've mapped things where you can, you know, you swipe down, you hold the trigger in, or uh, the grip and you swipe down or swipe up, whatever you want to do, you can map these things to swiping whatever way you want. And then you just kind of create a gun or create a, a sword out of thin air or create a fireball out of thin air depending on which way you swipe and depending on which uh, magic you've chosen and all of the upgrades so far have been like well i want that one and that one and that one and instead of just saying well where's the one that i want i'm i'm actually excited about every single upgrade that they're offering me and i find that so uncommon in roguelites that this is that's probably one of the big reasons i, I keep wanting to come back to this yeah and there's so many buffs like there's so many buffs and they don't just push it on you. Like um, you, you have 
endless choices in this game. Like whenever you get an upgrade, you're typically picking from three upgrades. And and what that'll be is like, all right, so choose a magic upgrade, choose a melee upgrade, choose a uh, a gun upgrade. So you decide you want to go with gun. Okay. So you chose the gun upgrade, choose this gun upgrade or choose that gun upgrade. Like there is a lot to the buffs in this game. And in like any great low road light, um, your success is going to be determined by your play style and how you kind of build your loadout through each run. You know, I put you on full screen because because uh, I was doing some investigation work here. Uh, over uh, in the chat, I see people talking about Housekeeper having a different release date on the PlayStation Store now. Um, it's already out in Australia, so let's see. Uh, let's see what happens. Dude, I didn't even know there was a deluxe edition. Is it deluxe edition? Okay, over yeah, here. In... That's, that's, Sorry, it's at full resolution. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's amazing. You pay ten dollars more, and you can get it at four K. Um, right. Yeah, over here in the states, I, I just double checked, and the uh, it, it still says there's a countdown that's counting down to midnight. I believe four hours and forty eight minutes. So uh, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, that checks out. So um, it does not seem like it's been delayed over here. But who knows? Who knows what's happening? Uh, obviously, the the word is out. People are already reviewing this thing and saying, you know, hold on, like it's a good game. But and speaking of. The butt part. Ooh. Uh, I've got I've got a few I've got a few extra butts. Um, I feel like I've, I feel like this game doesn't reload every time I want to reload. I, I there's a couple things in the control it, it, while they're fixing the graphics. I would like them to also consider a couple of other things. Uh, again, the gun doesn't seem to reload when I want it to because uh, all you do is you, can, you just kind of flick it to the side and it should reload. And like when you're in the in the heat of a battle or you're fighting a boss and you just flick it and you're not listening, you're not paying attention, you are you're just like wanting it to reload and you're ready to shoot again. And it doesn't because <laughs> it didn't actually reload. Man, that blows. That really blows. And then every so often when I, you know, I've got the sword map to when I swipe up and I've got the gun map to when I swipe down. And every so often yeah. I'll swipe down or up and get the wrong weapon. And it's like, so there's some motion type controls that are mapped in here that I feel like either aren't sensitive enough or too sensitive or something. Uh, so I, I think there's, oh, and, and I can't throw. How, am, how do you, Wes, did you learn to throw things in this game properly? Uh, I, I can throw the sword all right. Typically most of the stuff I'm throwing is stuff that I levitate first and that works pretty well. Okay. Like if you just levitate something and kind of push it, out it flies yeah. away from you probably eight times out of ten of course there is some weirdness and it doesn't always work i had the same problem with the uh choosing the wrong weapon although i in my mind it was always like user error i, I wasn't really considering that maybe the game was doing something wrong i thought i was just you know in the heat of things maybe i swiped the wrong direction wrong direction and accidentally produced a sword instead of my gun um but I do, I do, uh, I do like that gesture-based weapon selection. I think it's an excellent idea. Yeah, and uh, it, it feels pretty good. It does feel pretty good. So hopefully, you know, a few, a few little things could uh, 
hopefully things can kind of work themselves out a little bit. Um, developers can kind of polish it up a little because yeah, it does feel good. And you just, you just want it to always work. That's, that's the deal. Um, so anyway, anyway, uh, so another, another PSVR two launch that didn't go quite the way we wanted it to. Uh, however, you know, I, I do have complete confidence, you know, that mixed realms will fix this. Uh, I really, really hope we get a statement soon regarding this. Uh, hopefully they'll tell us what the, what the plan is, how long it's going to take, uh, because this is a game a lot of people have been waiting for for a long time. And there's no reason that the PSVR 2 version shouldn't be the definitive version of the game. Uh, and I mean, do you have any do you have any speculation on this, Wes? Why <laughs> this video is just me trying to throw shit at the boss and, and failing over and over. That's what you got to do with yeah, the boss. You got to throw thing. shit to take the, the the shield down. And I was like, and I just kept yeah, missing throw... wildly. <laughs> I did the same thing. And I don't think it's because of the throwing mechanic. I just think that scene is so chaotic. Mm. There's so much stuff trying to kill you. You can't really sit and throw. You're trying to run and dodge and throw. And it's just hard, man. Yeah. It's just hard to do. Uh, virtual Authority... Uh, Australia, Australia, hey, with the uh, $5 tip says, bit sad. I was looking forward to Hellsweeper. Oh, well, No Man's Sky is basically taking up all my VR time now. Anyway, best eight bucks I've ever spent. Uh, that is probably an understatement. Uh, Jake, is this Peterson with the Australian uh, two, $3 tip says, love you after the fall for PSVR 1 to to crossplay that, that that might take me a little while to uh decipher uh love you after the fall for psvr one to two crossplay one to two psvr one to two crossplay he likes to crossplay after the fall <laughs> right he loves after the fall because of the crossplay yep yep oh my goodness yeah i mean yeah after the fall was a game that totally launched in a fucking terrible state on day one and within you know within just a couple of days they they really fixed a lot of things so i don't know i wonder how long this is going to take because obviously green hell we're still waiting for those patches uh it's indeed <clears throat> yeah i don't know man you got anything else to say about hell sweeper it's good it's fun i still would rather play it than no man's sky even in its current state so uh, graphics aren't everything. But uh, yeah, I, I would much rather tell people to just don't buy it than, you know, than get their pitchforks out and burn down mixed realms because of it. Just uh, don't buy it. Have patience and wait or go play it somewhere else, you know. Yep. Uh, PHRKF with the 12 plantain says, no foveated rendering in Unity. Wouldn't expect a patch. Um, there's... We don't need foveated rendering for this thing to look better. Like, we just need it to look better. We just need a higher resolution. They just need to optimize this thing. Um, but also, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. believe everything you hear, none of what you hear, and only half of what you see, because we have varying reports on this Unity thing daily. We talk to developers all the time who are like, yeah, it's a fucking switch. You flip it. So, um, <clears throat> moving on. <sighs> Moving on. Uh, also, yeah, if you, by the way, um, I guess the last thing I want to say about Hellsweeper is that, uh, as Wes already said, 
if you are if you already bought it, if you pre-ordered it, like it's not the end of the world. Because as Wes said, I two stages in, I was way too busy focusing on all the enemies and what I was doing and just did not at all pay attention to uh the resolution. Like it just you know, for the most part played fine and it was really fun. Yeah. And I, I think Honestly. you're just not gonna notice. Honestly, um, by the time I had played it, uh, we played through probably three levels. I was wondering to myself, okay, was was it just that the the early areas look bad, right. and maybe the, maybe the the levels don't look so bad? And then I started, you know, really paying attention. Like, oh no, it's still here. I'm just getting used to it. So you do get used to it. Yeah. Uh, it's not it's not terrible it's not the end of the world it's just not as good as it should be what's funny is i think the resolution problem is worse than green hells because i didn't think green hell was all that bad i was like yeah it's not as sharp as it could be but this is like oh this looks like a psvr1 game but i got acclimated to this way faster than i did green hell probably because you're running around and doing backflips and all crazy moves and shit and you're just you know, just trying not to die. Green Hell is a lot more slow-paced plotting, and so you have a lot time, a lot more time to soak in the plus, scenery and notice. Plus, Green Hell had that bad problem with draw distance when you had things popping in and out constantly, and you don't have that here. It's just all bad all the time. <laughs> all, bad, all the time. Josh Zosky with the $5 tip says, I still want Mixed Realms to port the PC VR version of Sorrento to PSVR 2 more than anything. One of my favorites ever. Also, thanks for the hard work, Brian. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate you. Um, it sounded like at some point uh, that this that Sorrento for PSVR 2 would be in the cards and being as popular of a game as it is, I would be shocked if they didn't either port it over themselves or have a port studio do it. I just think all this is taking longer than any of us expected to happen. I thought by now we would have twice as many, three times as many PSVR one games as we've got. Uh, it's just taking a lot longer than most people expected. Yeah, it's, it's a tricky situation. It's a tricky situation for these devs, man, especially these smaller teams that are, you know, just barely making ends meet. Because let's be honest, like there aren't that many headsets to sell your games to right now on, on PlayStation VR 2. It's a new platform, right? There are, there are more Steam VR headsets out there, which is crazy. Um, but with that said, in addition to that, I mean, a lot of people expect these upgrades for free, even on top of that. So uh, at, at the best case scenario is that you're going to charge 5 or $10 for your port and sell to a limited... Uh, a limited platform that doesn't have very many users yet. So on one hand, you would have expected it from the consumer side because that's what we want. But from the supply side, it kind of makes sense that they're not, it's not the top of their priority list to, uh, to do that, you know? Right. If you focus on Quickly. making your new game that nobody has, then you're going to sell it to every VR person out there, or you have the potential to sell it to every VR person. Meanwhile, if you focus on bringing your old game over, most people already have that. And so, yeah, so like, yeah, yep. So the number of new VR gamers is, is really your target demographic on that. And that's small. Uh, I got two more tips here, I think. Uh, Gabe the Babe. Nice. Uh, Gabe the Babe 12. <laughs> I guess there was already Gabe the Babe 1 through 11. With the $5 tips is just FYI. Sony's policy is to refund pre-orders that haven't been downloaded just in case has, anyone has auto downloads turned off 
and pre-ordered. Um, yeah, that's that's the easiest way to get a refund is make sure you don't download the game. Uh, definitely don't start the game. Uh, but I've definitely heard of people who are way more convincing than I am and will spend time on the phone with uh, the Sony hotline <laughs> and try to get a refund even if they've started the game. Some people have... Uh, Some, some people have, I, I'm, I'm so lost. I'm at a loss for words, Wes, right now. Because, <laughs> because the next tip is just so distracting. I can't even finish my thoughts on this. Blazing Phoenix 82 with the $5 tip says, my wife called and I didn't get Wes's channel. What's your channel, Wes? By the way, I'll point out, not only did he get my name wrong the first time and then apologize for that by asking me what my channel is, um, he's misspelling my name. <laughs> oh, is this the same dude? <laughs> yeah, my, my channel is Virtual Strangers. It's linked in the description down below. Thank you for your generous uh, donations. Um, and thank you for your curiosity about my channel. That's awesome. Right. <laughs> oh, man, I just made $5 because somebody didn't realize you can... Uh, rewind the live stream <laughs> or scroll down. <laughs> right. Oh man. Good times. Good times. Uh, all right, you guys, hopefully, uh, ho hopefully, you know, with today being a little bit, uh, bittersweet, more bitter than sweet. Uh, ho hope, hopefully you guys enjoyed being here and, uh, we take, take a little bit of the edge off. You guys certainly helped take the edge off of my day. So thank you very much. Uh, Wes, are you down for a little bit of 20 questions before we call this day a day? Well, sure, Brian. Uh, I'm always down for a good match. Let's go. <laughs> awesome. Well, then real quick here, I'm just going to make sure that I don't AJ the fuck out of this. And I'm going to uh, bring up the game on my screen because I've already picked it out. I picked it out so long ago. It was so long. So long ago. So long. <laughs> uh, hold on a second. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh, okay. Everybody in the chat, make sure you help out because this game is not as easy as it seems. Uh, you guys in the chat and Wes over there has only six minutes and only 20 yes or no questions to figure out what PSVR 1 or 2 game I'm thinking of. You ready? I am ready, Brian. All right, on your mark, get Des. Go. Is this game announced or launched on PlayStation VR 2? No. Okay, so this is a PSVR one only game. Uh, was this game mentioned during today's Gamescast? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I see. Um, was this game developed by Mixed Realms? No. No. So oh, you thought I was going to play softball with you? Uh, yeah. So what did we talk about today? I don't feel like we talked about a lot of games today. Nope, um, we sure didn't. Mm, nobody's talked about Fruit Ninja, AJ. Come on now. Uh, what did we talk about today? We, we talked about Project Louisiana, but that's, that's not out yet. Um, oh, oh, oh. Is this game a shooter, Brian? Nope. So it's not Crisis Brigade, um, and te can't be Telefrag either. Uh, Ruins of Magus didn't come out on PSVR 1, did it? I don't think it did. Did it? 
No, it didn't. Um, yeah, maybe. So, no, it's not. It's not. It's not Sorrento. Um, I guess I should ask path. some other questions. Is this um, is this game exclusive to PSVR one? Nope, that's five. Okay, so it's not a shooter, and it's not exclusive. It's a cross-platform game. Um, not on PSVR two. Not announced for PSVR two. Um, can't be after the fall because after the fall is a shooter. Um, I mean, Saints and Sinners, I guess, but I mean, that's kind of a shooter too, but is it a zombie game, Brian? Nope. No, it's not. It's not Saints and Sinners. Um, well, wait a minute. Is it, <laughs> I want to say, okay. Um, is it an archery game, Brian? Nope. No, so it's not in that. So uh, you didn't have, you didn't make me specify shooter, so I had to burn another question on that. <laughs> I didn't make you um, specify. I, was, I thought I was giving you a freebie, but just by like canceling them all out. All right. Um, what's up, people? What, what the hell? What, what did he talk about that, that we speak on? That he, he didn't say anything about the persistence, did he? Was I not paying attention? Is it a horror game, Brian? Nope. Is it playable flat? Uh, no. No. Okay. So there you go. Um, is it a puzzle game? Nope. That's 10. All right. So it's not a puzzle game. It's not a shooter. It's not a zombie game. Um, is it from a known IP? Nope. Not from a known IP. Holy crap. What did we talk about today, ladies and gents? Um, wow. Yeah, no, Walkabout's not on uh, on PSVR one, so it can't be Walkabout. Let's see what what were the uh, the the Game Cat Meetup games? It was Alvo's a shooter. It's not Walkabout because Walkabout's not on PSVR one. What was the third one? Um, Calvo walkabout, which is also a shooter. That's right. right. Um, so it's not any of those. Um, melee game. Did we talk? Is it a melee game, Brian? Uh, no, not no, not a melee game. No. Um, saying, saying yes would throw you off. I, I, I maybe somebody could call it that, but I would say no. It's not a horror game. Feel so. I did ask that, right? It's not yeah, a horror game. You already asked. Not a horror, not flat screen compatible. You, by the way, you've only got a minute and a half and eight more questions total. Hey, uh, is, is it a rhythm game? Nope. Is it a sports game? Yep. So it is a sports game. Um, is it a golf game? Nope. That's 15. Hmm. Is it uh, ping pong? Nope. No. Um, Getting closer. Is it a sport that you can play in real life? No. No. Okay. Uh, is this game uh, still available to be played? Can you buy it and play it right now? Nope. 
Um, is this game Spark, Brian? <sighs> Launching in the year of our Lord 2017, it is in fact by CCP Spark, which I purposefully threw in during our Broken Edge discussion only for the sake <laughs> of 20 questions later on. <laughs> I didn't even hear you say it. Like, I had no idea that you mentioned Spark during this episode. Yep. That's, this so, is the, so that's this what the, you get, man. It's the most you try I've to, ever you try planned to play ahead. tricks on me. You try to play tricks on me, and it still doesn't work, Brian. Dude, Thank I, wa you too. I want you to get Spark it. Out there. I want you to get the answer. I'm on your Looper. side, Wes. <laughs> of course, it was Looper that tipped me off. And I would have never picked it if I weren't running out of time. Um, but amazing. yeah, we did it. Thank you. Uh, amazing. Uh, Piotrek F with the 12 plantain saying Madison in Vertigo 2 also on Unity. And I will tell you right now, uh, I can guarantee those games are going to look better than uh, Hellsweeper on launch. But don't pre-order. Because just because I guarantee something doesn't make it true. It's just... Uh, just me saying words that don't matter. Uh, Alejandro 2, Catalogic Game Cat with the $2 tip, uh, said uh, iOS getting RE4 and RE8 might be a VR in the headset. Uh, iOS, huh? That's what I heard. Uh, I don't think so, but for all intents and purposes, like th this does not seem like it's going to be a VR gaming platform. They don't even want to call it VR at all. So I don't see them like, turning it into a VR gaming platform, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I mean, it is the $3,500 fucking headset. You should be able to play VR games on it, but we'll see. Uh, the gamer formerly known as Get In My Belly, LOL, My Belly Wilkins. Get In, L I do, I'm going to screw it up every time. Get In, LOL, My Belly, GameCap Wilkins. I suck at this. With the $20 tips, says, love you guys. Fantastic show as always, and what a positive note to go out on. Guys, Agreed. if you don't already subscribe to Wes over it, God, what's that channel called? Oh, hold know, on a second. My wife's calling. Yeah, we're talking about it. Yeah. Subscribe to Wes over at Virtual Strangers by clicking the link in the description below. Also, come join us over on Discord by clicking the link. Guess what? In the description below, we make it as easy as possible on you guys. Uh, thanks, everybody. Helps this channel run, including uh, Rypop, who puts us up on podcast services of your choice. Sci-Fi GameCat Henry, who puts timestamps into this thing after the fact. Me, for deleting all of the ads in about two hours from now. Sorry for anybody who watches between now and then. Uh, also, uh, everybody who supports the channel financially over on Patreon.com slash Without Pearl Games and right here on YouTube by being a member, by tipping in the chat. We appreciate it so very much. Paying for pizza, keeping the lights on, keeping the channel running. It means the world. Uh, also, everyone who hangs out in the uh, the shit keeps us entertained uh, while we try to keep you entertained you do a great job most of you there's a couple of you lesser of a job most of you do a good job but then there's a bunch of people out there who sit back watch the show and don't say a goddamn word and we love you just as much we do happy wednesday wes happy wednesday brian happy wednesday everyone i'll see you soon hopefully Uh, you know what I forgot, Wes? Um, I forgot that we like to go back in time every so often. 
and see what the oh, yeah. what the thumbnail was uh, a couple of years ago on this date. So let's see. Today's September twentieth. I'm scrolling through all my thumbnails. Scroll, you know, scroll, it's scroll. It's funny, Brian. Like. A year or two from now, when we're looking back at this era, mm-hmm. we're going to think, man, was it really that bad? Everything sucked back then. Sorrento <laughs> or, or Hellsweeper was bad, and Firewall sucked, and Green Hell was terrible, and Crossfire was a mess. Like, well, Lubris, <clears throat> Synapse. You'll be happy to know <laughs> that on September 20th, 2021, we got the word. The Zero Caliber is back. <laughs> oh, it is back, Brian. Uh, it's not here yet, but it's back. Oh, like, my like they went to launch Gambit and it was like they couldn't get Gambit to work. So they just stopped what? supporting Gambit like uh, like friggin six weeks into it. Like they just quit promoting it. They quit saying anything about it and they went back to work on zero caliber and now zero caliber is like this amazing game uh but it's still not here like like it's they've got this amazing game on both steam and quest uh with a ton of game modes and full crossplay compatibility and uh it's still not on playstation platforms so they amazing so do they just do they just say Man, making games is hard, and then halfway through, just stop. Sometimes is that is that what? Who is this? This is X Real Games, seems right? right, man? Yeah, it seems that way, man. Like Gambit, for what it's worth, it, it, it reviewed poorly, but it's a fun game. Um, it wasn't what a lot of people wanted it to be. I mean, it was that same case of like, you know, it was a bit arcadey and and and, and one dimensional, but it was it was fun to play. Um, it was broken on steam like it crashed even after their updates it crashed and uh it got bad reviews and nobody bought it they reduced the price and still nobody bought it wow and then they just stopped talking about it and switched right back over to zero caliber again <laughs> that's crazy that's yeah crazy uh just a side note the uh the the other topic on this thumbnail is voice recognition immersive or gimmick which is funny because here we are uh, two years later, and I feel like I we, I still don't know the answer to that question, uh, especially since Phasmophobia is launching without voice recognition. Uh, so there you have it. Oh, I, I played uh, again. I played some um, voice recognition. I played some Phasmophobia recently, mm-hmm. and while the voice recognition is certainly part of the game, it's not an integral part of the game. Yeah. It's it's something that that you use occasionally uh but it is certainly not necessary and i wouldn't i wouldn't be completely upset about it not being there like it's just it's a cool thing it's a gimmick and um the game should play or at least the from my limited experience with it uh it wasn't a big part of what i did in there yeah um I've I've watched plenty of let's plays. Uh, the all the voice stuff was demonstrated to me after the outrage of of uh, you know, um, kinetic games announcing that it wouldn't have it on PlayStation Five at launch or PSVR two at launch, uh, and I was shocked to see how simple it was. It was like oh, you pick up the voice box and you just select it from the menu instead. It's, it, it's all all the items still function exactly the same. I mean, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it is cool. Like you you go and and you get the. Um... 
the 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 voice box and you ask it questions and it speaks back to you i mean that's pretty cool yeah uh there's there are other uses too where like uh you can use the monkey paw to revive your partner after they get killed Mm -hmm. and you you have to wish for life or something out loud like i wish for life there's a few different things you can wish use the monkey paw to wish for out loud um, but again, it's, it's a peripheral thing. It's not like a core gameplay mechanic. Right. Same, same with the Ouija board. I, I saw a bunch of uses, but, uh, and I, and I do want it. I do want it. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to make anyone seem like, oh, like whatever. It's stupid and doesn't have to be there. I, I definitely want it, but obviously, you know, there's going to be some hiccups trying to get it in apparently. Uh, so still excited for phasmophobia, no matter how you look at it. Yeah. Uh, Voice recognition, immersive or gimmick, nobody cares. Uh, what the fuck, Hellsweeper, is the is today's topic. In the last tip of the day, Blazing Phoenix 82 with a $10 tip says, you got a new subscriber, Wes. LOL. Love your content, Brian. Nice. And all of your guests. Thank you. It, it, took, it took a little while, but but he did it. We made it. We made it, Wes. We just crossed 3,300, Brian. We just crossed. Hell yeah. We've got a lot of subscribers this week. Something nice. fishy is going on, Brian. Like I've had a video pop off lately with unnaturally high numbers for my channel. Yeah. Like our game of the month from this from August is just growing by thousands every day. And what? I don't I don't get it. I don't understand what's happening with it. Interesting. I'm starting to get suspicious of it. Like because Crossfire One, spoiler alert, Crossfire One on two platforms. <laughs> yeah. And I'm starting to think maybe the crossfire people like sponsored the video somewhere put it up somewhere because it's nuts man like interesting we're 22 some thousand and like five thousand views is a good video for us to for us to be in the 20 thousands is just nuts uh but it's popping off and i love it do you uh but you've been seeing subscriber uh increase from that too right yeah, so mm-hmm. maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. dude, maybe it's just you know some videos just hit the algorithm and it's what people are looking for. Uh, so I that that would be my guess before anything else. But I, I like your conspiracy it's theory. <laughs> I'll take it either way, man. I'll take it either way. The sub numbers growing, the view numbers growing, and our views in general have been up over the last few months. Um, our definition of what is a video doing well has uh, probably tripled over the last three months. So wow, that's we're doing, amazing. We're doing all right. Amazing. Yeah. Meanwhile, our numbers just keep going down and down and down. <laughs> <laughs> That's if it's fucking mixed realms fall and incubos fall mm-hmm. and first contact. Screw those guys. Screw those guys. We love you all. We do indeed. And we love you all in the chat. Thank you. <laughs> the 356 of you that sat around after the show to hear this conversation. Uh, but it's time to get out of here. Have a great night, everybody. We love you all. Uh,